0: Hey, what's up, my dudes? You know what time it is. Nah, it's not four (laughs) twenty. It's the second best time, man. It's time for another episode of Inside the Nine Zero Zero Four One Division. Shoo! We got my tasty bros over here, Matt, Mike, and Aaron, bringing it to you. Whoa,
1: geez, trying to...
2: What's up, guys?
1: Trying to see through all the smoke here in the studio. <laughs> Holy shit. Mike, Aaron, you guys out there?
3: We're Over here. here. Over here, Matt. <laughs> yeah, welcome,
0: are... welcome back, everyone.
3: Things are, good, to think, you guys. good
0: to be here. Things
1: are moving a little slow after that opening. I that might explain my uh, score last week.
3: But.
0: <laughs> i uh i didn't think i could giggle any more than i did uh on previous weeks but i'll be gigging a, little, a lot more this week boys <laughs>
1: well we are back with another episode of inside the nine zero zero four one division uh matt mike and aaron obviously and uh yeah we're excited for another episode excited for a brand new sponsor this guy I, I don't know. I don't think you want to be on his wrong side. Let's just put it that no. way. Our babies, Task Rabbit service, Task Rabbit man. If you don't know what we're talking about, just stay tuned and listen. Mm-hmm. He's got a couple words for our listeners coming up, and uh, he's a very ominous but a very serious man.
0: We got paid in cash. That's it. All cash. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> no invoices. No credit. <laughs> nothing.
0: There was some uh, blood
3: on,
1: on it. <laughs> 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 obviously, before we get started. Uh, I think a couple of us have already been t- uh, tipping a few back for the last couple hours, but uh, let's, just, let's just, let's do a quick, let's just do a quick <laughs> cheers to, uh, to, uh, surviving another week of fantasy football, surviving another week of life. I am, uh, doing a repeat of last week. I have a glass of Ron Zacapa, 23, 23 year aged rum and a Coors Light tall boy that, uh, you know they're just in the fridge. What am I going to do? I grab one. That's that's what I'm hoisting up for my cheers. What you got over there, Mike?
2: Uh, yeah, that sounds delicious. Listen, I was I was pre-parting a little bit and had a little uh, Florida Canya twenty-five, which was delicious, but that is gone. So I'm about to open up a uh, Ballast Point Sculpin IPA, um, which is delicious, not as great as it used to be before they sold out and uh, sold to consolation. But you know it's it's delicious and uh, cheap. So what are you going to do? I forgot to open mine on the mic. Sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm drinking a little bit of a uh,
0: Woodford Reserve over here. Let me open this up. Boop.
3: Mm, Ooh, dilly
0: that was dilly. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it was real. I, a... didn't, I, didn't, I didn't make it up at all. That was. I'm good at sound effects, but that wasn't me. I got <laughs> uh, I'm done. And then I'm, you know, I'm just washing down a little Coors. There we go. All right. Well. P- uh, I won't remember this night. So let's let's get it, <laughs> <laughs> let's get it started, shall we? <laughs> well, gentlemen, gentlemen, week eight recap. Seven week seven. Oh my God,
1: we're going we, off the I rails already. <laughs> nine? What what week? I don't even know what. <laughs> I don't know what week this is. <laughs>
0: It is it's a week eight recap.
1: Week Week eight Eight. recap. Yes. I'm gonna talk to talk to our
0: producers about, you know, getting our notes straight over here. So the
1: only thing that they can seem to actually do right is just hit the music.
0: Mm (laughs) <laughs> Matt, Matt, are you with us? Uh, I think our producers jumped the gun there for a second.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm here. I'm here. All right. <laughs> back. Yes.
0: All right. Those of you listening at home, sit back. We got a phone one planned for you. It was a wild week. Finally, we saw some offense come to life. And so let's just jump right into the repercussions for each one of our matchups, shall we? Starting with... Harvey Paredbangers versus Noah's Daddy. Oh, yeah, here we go. Heavy Penis Balloons is having a rough go of it it as of late. Dude has lost four matchups in a row, including this one. AJ Dillon, he's been a letdown. Hollywood Brown, he got hurt. Uh, And I even heard that his herpes even flared up this week. Oh, God. (laughs) Guys, guys, this is no joke, though. All right. I was chatting with Dr. Mike earlier, and he told me that you can get genital herpes by having vaginal, anal or oral sex with someone who has the (laughs) infection. I just want, you know, I just think it's important to raise awareness for our listeners at home and let the league know that. You can get herpes if you have contact with a herpes sore, saliva or skin in the oral area from a partner with oral herpes infection, general fluids or skin in the general area, of course, from a partner with a general herpes infection. <laughs> I know it's a lot of information to take in and process. <laughs> Just like it'll take Danny some time to process getting spanked by Mike this week. Sure. <laughs> Danny loves getting spanked, that's right, but Mm -hmm. not when it comes to fantasy football. This one was gushing with poor performances on Danny's side. Single-digit performances by Olave, Benjamin, Hawkinson, Kirk, Gano, and his defense really were just not enough to overtake six double-digit flare-ups from Mike's players. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) It's, it's true. It's true. Mike strapped on a condom and safely fucked the shit out of this matchup. (laughs) (laughs) Congrats on winning this one. 116 to 96 and jumping into third place, my friend. Ooh, feels good. (laughs) Do either of you want to chat about this matchup or perhaps the repercussions of unsafe sex. I mean, I'll just leave that up to you.
2: <laughs> I do I do want to provide a disclaimer. My uh my advice on STDs is not from personal experience. It's just what I've read in textbooks just to <laughs> throw that out there. I swear I've never had a herp- herpetic flare. Um yeah, look. Mm-hmm. I uh <laughs> yet another yet another double digit win for me. Um it felt good, but to be honest, I I felt like I got kind of lucky Harvey Pared Boingers he he just didn't really <laughs> he didn't really uh, his team just kind of felt lackluster. I mean, I did have 6 out of my 9 performers hit double digits. Um, but frankly, I felt like I underperformed, but I still got the win and a win is a win. Um, just consistent play by me and I'm about to tear it up. Matt, what do you think?
1: First of all, Mike, calling it a herpatic flare is not a word I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Yeah. So kudos on that. You are truly Dr. (laughs) Mike. I'm going to be Googling that later. with safe search off. Um, Not not much to say about this. Good win for you over Harvey, Peter, Paul, and Mary Bangers. But um, (laughs) what I just want to talk about real quick is the elephant in the room, and it's really uncomfortable. I don't want to spend too much time on it. But uh, prior to this victory... Um, you did something, Mike, that is going to reverberate through the rest of your life. You dropped young Hoku. Mm. Why mm-hmm. did you do that? Well, um tell us? I don't want to put you on the
2: spot, but listen. Why'd you do it? Listen, uh, I I just felt. Stop dancing around the subject, yeah. you little bitch! <laughs> we got in a fight. Him and I got in a fight, <laughs> um, okay. and okay. and I just felt forced to drop young way Ho, by the way. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't gotcha. know why I did it. Big mistake, turns out.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I pronounced it right, Mike, but thanks. Oh, well, maybe that's <laughs> what we were fighting about. <laughs> no, I think you did.
0: Well, speaking about fighting, guys, let's just let's just move along here. All right, we got a lot on the slate for tonight. So, the next one, Eddie Royale with Cheese versus Truffle Shuffle. (laughs) I fucking called it, boys. I knew that Danny was gonna take this matchup home. (laughs) Damn, I am good. Put that on, <laughs> put that take on record, but please ignore the other 137 that have not come to fruition <laughs> from me. <laughs> but back to the actual matchup here. This one was all about Cowboys, really. Jack Prescott is officially back and throwing down 30 points for Danny. You love to see it. I reckon Tony Pollard jumped in in the lineup for Joe this week, too, and dropped down 33 of his own. These performances were almost as good as Jake Gyllenhaal's and Heath Ledger's in the 2005 American neo-Western romantic drama film Brokeback Mountain, of course, which was directed by Ang Lee and produced by (laughs) Diana Osana and James Shamus. Yep. (laughs) I did a bit of recon this past week and spoke to Danny about his unusual tendencies this season. (laughs) He's addicted to... addicted to... (laughs) well, there's no sugarcoating this. He's he's addicted to losing. (laughs) But but he told me he can't take it anymore. Something has to be done. You are too much for me, Aspen. You son of a horse, bitch. I
1: wish I knew how to quit you.
0: Oh, there's that classic line. One that Matt tells me at least twice a month. (laughs) Well, Danny, you finally figured out how to quit losing. He rode Dak hard this week and pulled out a 138 to 109 victory. Way Way to break that wild horse, my guy. Joe falls to second place behind that stallion, Jad, Claude, Van Ram. Oh, well, man. cowgirls, <laughs> you want to jump in on this rodeo?
2: <laughs> Reverse cowgirl to you, hey. my friend. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, Yes, please. Yeah, look, although I may not have predicted that uh, Truffle Shuffle would fall in this particular matchup, I do believe along the way I did talk about his depth or their lack of, and this was... Something that came to fruition. I mean, with uh, Pat Mahomes, CEH, Austin Eckler all being on the bench, he had to plug in people like Hunter Renfro, Michael Gallup, Daniel Jones, and that is where uh, his Achilles heel is going to fall uh, into place. Truffle shuffle is not going to be able to continue this 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 track of luck without more depth. Um, but on Eddie Roybal cheese side congratulations man last place taken down first place absolutely incredible i'm so happy for him uh for his future is it possible that Danny's patience on DJ Moore is going to end up paying off uh i see without the without CMC there's there's big things happening for DJ Moore and i think that might end up helping him uh get to the next level and get to 11th place by the end of the season <laughs>
3: That
1: <laughs> keeps him out think? of the calendar. <laughs> I, 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 it's a great call. And I think, uh, you know, when you have a matchup like this with two ridiculously good looking young managers, um, two movies came to mind actually for me. One of them, as Aaron so eloqu- eloquently touched on, uh, was Brokeback Mountain, which mm-hmm. is a movie that's <clears throat> it's on my mind a lot anyway for other reasons. But um, <laughs> the other one's actually Zoolander. Um, especially because we know that you know Joe has been doing some modeling, as we touched on in the last couple of weeks, and that's right. That's right. I think right. this matchup was kind of like the walk off, uh, of course, with you know Danny being Hansel uh, with those beautiful yes. blonde locks. He he reached down in those trousers, yanked his underwear out to the delight of the crowd, and then <laughs> young hungry Joe tries to do the same, and sadly crotches himself, perhaps because of that massive schlong he's got in there, but. Another another loss for Joe and Gramps and perhaps a Zoolander himself said, maybe Joe is just not an Ambi Turner.
2: Movie <laughs> man, movie man, Matt. Movie man, Matt. <laughs> yeah. I've seen one
0: movie in my life. <laughs> Let's go he's just got that on repeat at home
2: it's it's really beautiful I you know, love the commitment <laughs> if, you were, if you were ever to have a movie on repeat would it not be zoolander no it's, it's gotta be a, it's a great call great call
0: yeah. <laughs> almost as good as a call as this next matchup mm. this one Matt. Oh, let's keep boy. the good times rolling my friend pitts creek first patriot games <laughs> oof Matt, Matt, Matt <laughs> Oh, how the mighty have fallen <laughs> Two losses in a row Must have you questioning a few things about your team Did Cortlett Sut- Sutton Eat too many danger witches Before Sunday's 1.8 performance <laughs> Are there bullets still lodged In Brian Robinson's legs <laughs> is, is, is Jamal Williams A better fantasy asset Then DeAndre Swift. Will my ass cheeks ever be free of this acne? (laughs) Ike, on the other hand, bounced back nicely after last week's loss. Well, the word nicely might be a bit of a stretch. (laughs) Let's (laughs) let's just say he outscored Matt with 96 points. Uh, This, though, was a huge victory for him in the standings. He avoided falling to two and six and finds himself at 3-5 and five instead, still in that playoff hunt. But Ike has some things he's got to be questioning as well after that performance. What the fuck is wrong with Najee Harris? And why did I give up Brees Hall in a second-round pick for him? <laughs> is it really a good call to start two players weekly from the same shitty Pittsburgh offense? I don't know i don't think so do, <laughs> do 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 i start joe burrow or Tua going forward some very valid questions here does this mole on my penis look infected <laughs> a lot to ponder here boys a lot to ponder well i've definitely scratched your back why don't you scratch mine with some of your guys's hot takes on this batch i guess we can start with you matt <laughs>
1: Oh man. Well, I don't have a lot to say about this loss. It's it was disappointing. I I almost pulled it off again. I almost I was up by 21 with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati defense and I almost pulled it off. They got some fucking stupid blocked kick and some other and some cheap ass touchdown pass at the end of the game. I almost did it again. I just got to <laughs> rub the ball, not the one in my pants, but the crystal ball. I got to <laughs> rub it a little harder and maybe pay another visit or two to the uh dark web just to uh sh- <laughs> just to sharpen up some of the elixirs i've been spinning up over here but uh don't worry aaron i, I haven't lost all my i haven't lost all the magic yet i think you're gonna find out next sunday but that's for a different segment. Oh, anyway shit.
0: great win ike why? Why do I feel like when you open up your computer, it just says danger, danger? <laughs>
1: Luckily, oh. I have one of those like screen visors on it, so only I can see. <laughs> it.
2: Nobody else. Matt, listen, I feel—I genuinely feel bad. It was the first, well, <laughs> like, I do, yeah. I do feel bad for you. I like you, and you finally got a big game from Kyle Pitts. Um, it's really got to fucking suck that you can't win a game when he finally pulls through and has a decent game. Here's my question, man. Um, Cortland Sutton, is he even playable moving forward? Listen, over his last three games combined, Cortland Sutton has caught six passes for 50 yards and zero touchdowns. This is his worst three game stretch in his entire career. By the way, you know who has been significantly better in their last three games? Alan Robinson.
3: Mm-hmm. Stop Stop the the match.
2: Match. Stop <laughs> it's Sorry, rough, man. No, I, I get it. I, no, that, that's all I got. It's just we got to start making moves, Matt. You deserve better from your team and you're not getting it. And I'm disappointed not on you, but I'm disappointed in them. That's all.
1: I'm disappointed. I'm I'm disappointed in America.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like my dad talking all over again. All right. right. Well, moving on to happier times (laughs) Socratic Seminar versus the Gaston Father, part two. Fuck. December 23rd, 1994. Does that date ring a bell for any of you? Curious. Mm. No, I can't say, can't say. so no. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. It wasn't when I got my first pubic hair or when I found out <laughs> or when I found out that having an inverted penis wasn't normal. <laughs> it was the date that Street Fighter was released in theaters. Ugh, this 1994 action film, written and directed by Stephen Souza and based on the video game series of the same name produced by Capcom, really made an impact on my life. I'm sure it did on all of yours. <laughs> all of ours. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: th- that's all great, Aaron. I'm sure you're all thinking, but what the fuck does it have to do with this matchup between <laughs> Tony and Ozzy? <laughs> well, this was the worst beating ever. I have seen since oh. Guile took down Bison in this cl- classic <laughs> blockbuster. Oh, come on. We all remember that iconic scene where Ozzy Guile inspires his troops to overthrow Tony Bison. I'm going to get on my boat and I'm going river
4: and I'm going to kick that son of a bitch <laughs> Bison's ass so hard that the next Bison wannabe He's going to feel it. Now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me?
2: (laughs) Mm, I'll
0: go anywhere with you, Guile. (laughs) It's just, it's kind of just strange that he was not nominated for an Academy Award on this one. But anyways, uh, (laughs) moving on. Uh, Ozzy Guile, (laughs) he roundhouse kicked the shit out of Tony Bison by rolling out... Hurts, Hill, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, and DeAndre Hopkins all clocking in at north of 25 points. Truly one of the better performances I've seen to date in this league's history. It was very fucking impressive. Tony was so beaten down mentally (laughs) that he just kept running, running and running, running. In fact, I don't think he's stopped since Sunday. Tony, if you can hear me, your family misses you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My friends, my friends. What were your takeaways on this one? I'm curious.
2: (laughs) Dude, I have to tell you, I had to mute my mic in the middle of that because that clip had me absolutely fucking rolling because I actually watched that movie and it was incredible. Oh, my God. Um, well, I, I, I miss the cheesy action films, man. Oh, I mean like, so
0: good. They live for their one-liners. So and and I I do research, like, obviously, uh, just on this segment. The rest of them, I, I'm a horrible, horrible. Give <laughs> a fuck about That's the fine. rest of it. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I definitely was like, oh, Street Fighter, classic quotes. And I was like, I was fucking rolling. It was oh, amazing. Dude, it was so, <laughs> what, what's great is yeah. I,
2: was, I didn't listen to the clip ahead of time. And so this is the first time I heard it. And I'm just like, oh, this is. <laughs> bringing me back uh yeah. listen yeah I, I i i second that this was this performance by aussie's team was not just the best i've ever seen in this league and it definitely was uh you don't see scores like that in half point pprs let alone without bonus points like this score was absolutely incredible i've never seen anything like it um the crazy thing is the week before and i did call this if you guys remember uh Ozzy won the week the week before and I said I wouldn't be surprised if he won it again based on his matchups and I was right and the week before when he knew that his check was in the mail he told all of us or asked all of us to eat his butt Mm, I remember that this (laughs) week he wins again and he's yet to request his demands and I'm nervous but I'm also a little bit excited because (laughs) last week he asked us to eat his butt what is it this week
1: Met. I thought he asked us to <laughs> eat his butt again, didn't he? He did, he did. I don't know yeah, if I it was a question or a demand, <laughs> yeah. but he Oh, no, that he did. That's weird, because it. he texted
2: yeah. me on the side and he said, look, that's for everybody else, but I'm still thinking of something for you, Mike. Oh, so, that's nice, that's oh, nice. Oh boy. Yeah, the, first, the, first,
0: uh, the first week, I didn't pay too much attention to it, but the second week, I was like, well... <laughs> you asked you asked me a third time and i just had fucking two in
3: forward. a row
1: and this this was a good win for you know for ozzy obviously i i gotta say though you know i've touched on um i've i've kind of just touched on the old gym locker room small dick story a couple <laughs> times in the last couple of weeks and gosh guys imagine my surprise uh the other day when i was in there you know drying off had the towel you know swaying back and forth and i hear a locker you know i hear a locker door slam next to me it's this you know handsome (laughs) handsome tall fit guy with his hair slicked back and as we all do i don't think this is any secret you know we kind of look around and you know check out the artillery see what's going on i just kind of peek down and i go holy shit this guy's got a smaller dick than even i do what
3: the hell now i will i
1: will tell you guys he ran 13 miles in the treadmill Insane time that I could only dream of, so I can't say too much, but Tony, you scored less points last week than I did? What
0: the fuck? The shrinkage <laughs> is real, my friend. I I to Tony's defense, after after a run, you get that turtle dick where that you just a- up? <laughs> so It's once a pop and right Aaron's back into runs only a half mile, usually. So imagine after 13 miles. Yeah, seriously. Run down to the fucking liquor store. <laughs> uh, anything else on this matchup, boys? No, he got fucked. That's it for me. Uh, and he liked it. All right, all right. Well, Street Fighter, that was a fun one. On to the next, I guess. <laughs> so good. Okay, Kelsey Handler versus Ram at Home. Oh, goodness, guys. It fucking happened again. Another stinker of a matchup that we've (laughs) got to go over. Okay. (laughs) You know what? We're having such a fun time tonight that (laughs) I think we should just keep this one short. All right. Start the clock, boys. Kompos' dirty butthole of a team was led by Derek Carr. (laughs) He got three points and passed the baton to Higby, who only had 2.5. Gabe Davis joined the party with four, while the consensus 101 pick in fantasy, Jonathan Taylor, shit out a measly five points. Only 87 total points this hairy Mangina's team was able to put down this week. But... (laughs) But Zane said, hold my beer, and started the only worst raider in Daniel Carlson, who got zero points. Five from his defense, six from the Gus bus, six from Josh Jacobs, seven from Ellinger. No blow-up games, but a pair of blown-out butt-huggers had Zane shitting all over the place this week. Final score is 87 to 79, and Compost mercilessly climbs to fourth place. Gentlemen, I'm going to hit this inhaler while you break this down further.
2: (laughs) There's nothing to break down after that, man. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, yeah. I, 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 Sam Ellinger was a bad choice, I guess. And who said that kickers <laughs> don't matter? Turns out Ram at home wins the kicker matchup 9-0, to zero, and that was the difference. That's all I got after that wow. fucking breakdown. Matt, wow. what do you got for this one?
1: Yeah, all I can really say is, You know, winning while scoring 87 points is something I can certainly appreciate, Chris. Um, So I seem to be slipping with my magic, and whatever you're doing seems to be working. So uh, if you're listening to this, it's probably Thursday. I'm going to be heading over there shortly. Uh, Just leave out a glass of rum for me and put on that outfit that I like, and we'll chat about this.
0: Combos. I don't know. He's probably driving somewhere. He's doing a crazy fucking U-turn and just like
3: going straight home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Drive safe, Compost. okay? All right. It's exciting times, I know. He's he's (laughs) dropping
2: off a new mouse for you, Matt. (laughs) Drop it off in his
0: mouth. Um, Okay, (laughs) last matchup, boys. Here we go. Jean-Claude Van Ram, you know him, versus multiple scorgasms. October 30th, 10.03 a.m. Pacific (laughs) Standard Time. A text rang through our group chat. I'm taking this one, Aaron. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Johnny calling his shot starting out the Sunday games was very intimidating, if I'm being honest. I mean, seriously, at that point in the matchup, he had a great Thursday night performance, and he was projected to win by a good margin. So those words carried some weight. But then I realized it was all a fake, a lie, a true lie, if you will. <laughs> Just like the 1994 American spy action comedy film, True Lies, written Ooh. and directed by James Cameron. Uh, it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold, Art Malik, Tia Carrera, Bill Paxton and Elijah Dushku. Oh, God, I fucking missed the 90s. Johnny's fake overconfidence reminded me of the time that Bill Paxton's character tried selling Arnold on a Corvette.
4: See it's not just a car it's a total
0: image an identity you have to go for this isn't some high-tech sports car tell you the truth it doesn't even handle that great but that's not the idea is it what are we talking
4: about here Pussy, right? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely indeed. <laughs> that stuff is fantastic. Just like my team this week. A uh, poor showing by Mark Andrews on Thursday night didn't de- derail this team from putting up the second most points in the league this week, and advancing to first fucking place, boys. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got to say it. I try to be humble, but this time I'm not going to be. Guys, take it from here. All of a sudden, I feel like I just feel the need to buy a Corvette.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I I do want to kind of rewind here a little bit. I want to throw it over to Matt. I want to throw it over to Matt because you said something about Thursday, and I feel like he might be best equipped to talk about what happened Thursday night. Matt, what do you Matt, say?
0: Matt is always best equipped, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
2: well, Mike, there was another text
1: message sent over the course <laughs> of this matchup.
0: Here we go. <laughs> and, and,
1: and guys, you know, we like to joke. We like to cut up. We like to have fun. But sometimes it gets a little serious. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, I want, to, I want to just first kind of just, and this is going to be quick, but Give our listeners a little peek behind the curtain. I told a story on a couple different episodes about Aaron after <laughs> his first loss of the season, doing some Googling. <laughs> and he he was Googling the phrase, what's the quickest way to – and I made it sound like he was going to say one thing, and what he actually said was to create a calendar – <laughs> um i'm sorry to do this to our listeners that actually didn't happen i i made that up as a fake
3: story
0: what? you know it, it's I fucking told you i was having to just stand up for myself over and over again so thank you <laughs> i'm glad that it's finally coming to life. for
1: those not in the biz we call it content creation mike okay uh it's 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 all about content but what's not a joke is a text message that actually Mike and I received on Mm. Thursday at 7.48 p.m. Pacific time from Aaron. it actually (laughs) ties into our question of the week from either last week (laughs) or the week before. I think it was two weeks ago where who's going to be the next manager to pull a Tony and declare their season over (laughs) prematurely? Well, Aaron took it one step further and declared his life (laughs) over prematurely. (laughs) Aaron sent this text and this was right around the time that, uh, you know, Johnny had a couple of good games from, from I think Devin Duvernay and someone else in the Ravens. Uh, The quote reads, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) Now, I, of course, did, you know, what any brother-in-law would do. I I, I picked up my phone. I texted Alicia. Um, I just asked her to kind of check to make sure that all of his tiki mugs were being left to me in the will. Um, of course, Mike, being Dr. Mike, he called 911. They show up to the house. Aaron was kind of sitting there in a cold sweat, shaking by his laptop, just staring at the box score on Yahoo. Um, but... All that said, it was a bit premature, just just like a lot of things in his life. And great, great win for Jean Claude Van I mean, It did look a little bit, it looked a little bit hairy there at the beginning. Great, great effort by multiple score but a fantastic week. That obviously, in any other week without Ozzy and his you know massive schlong swinging swinging around, it would have been a high score. But uh, Yeah, great, great win. And thankfully, you're you're still here with us to celebrate.
2: Barely. Yeah. Seriously. It was, it was a scary, scary text. Um, But we are glad that you are here. Um, I mean, who could blame you? You had Tom Brady, Mike Evans, and Devin Duvernay go off to your Mark Andrews 4.8 points. Anyone would have thought that. No, they wouldn't have dude. Look at the rest of your fucking team. Anyways, crazy. All I have to say about this matchup is it reminded me of when, you know, you're watching a boxing match. And uh, Boxer A Punches Boxer B in the stomach But Boxer B pretends like he got Hit in the nuts and so he's like oh Shit and then Boxer A comes over To him and like checks on him and says Like are you okay and then Boxer B Is like psych and uppercuts The shit out of him and knocks him the fuck Out that is what Aaron did To multiple scorgasms this week What a deep fake man I'm super impressed I do want to mention also That (laughs) the morning games included Travis Etienne who went off and it made me feel like shit. And I was watching him more than the own pl- my own players on my team. And then it turns out that he was your worst running back. What an incredible performance, man. And I mean <laughs> that from the bottom of my heart. And I'm glad that you're not upset at the fact that you did not win the week despite having the second most points in probably our league history. But a win's a win, and you are in first place, and you deserve it that was a
0: fun little peek behind the curtain for sure i i mean i'd said it a few weeks ago i definitely wear my heart in the sleeve and so (laughs) 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 yeah i was i couldn't i was so beside my myself on that thursday night i was like mark andrews was like the best player out of the four that were playing he got 4.8 left early it was like fuck me and then duvernay gets 14 (laughs) points are you fucking kidding me (laughs) (laughs) i i just like i could not believe it and like it was one of those infuriating matchups where um your players uh your yeah who you're playing against their players um the first like three quarters do nothing and then it was like boom 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 they all just went off late in the game and yeah i uh I had to talk myself off the ledge there. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very thankful for all, everything that you guys said um, in in those moments, and I, I I, think touched, We you, actually you didn't say me. anything. That's the Eat sad Jones. part. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> we were yeah. like oh, typical Aaron.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. you sent you sent that text like within minutes of Duvernay taking an end around for like a 12 yard touchdown, and it was like, yeah. okay, that's it. I'm done. Yep. <laughs>
0: uh, anyways, the viewers at home left a long time ago, so let's fucking <laughs> move on. You know, nobody wants to listen to the first place manager go on and on about how amazing he is and how he (laughs) didn't kill himself. (laughs) Okay, alright. Next segment, boys. That was fun. Let's get to the next one. Rotting Carcass of the Week.
3: This was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. Crazy.
0: (laughs) Matt, my friend, why don't you... Listen to Mike start us off.
3: <laughs> Let's hear it, big boy.
2: I'm going first, huh? Okay, listen. My rotting carcass of the week is going to surprise you, and I'm going to say it's Tony Pollard. Now, hold what? on a second. What?
3: what? Hold what? on a second. Okay. I know.
2: He went 14 for 131 and three touchdowns. He also had one reception for 16 yards. He scored a total of 33.2 fantasy points. Incredible. You might be thinking to yourself, why is this guy Mike's rotting carcass of the week? I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why by asking Matt a, que- a couple questions. Matt, mm. you're a Cowboys fan, correct? Through and through, buddy. Okay, my friend. So,
0: boys.
2: Tony Pollard. <laughs> Tony Pollard scores 33.2 fantasy points. I want you to tell me how many times has Zeke hit that 33 point mark this season? Zero. Correct. What about last year? How many times did Zeke hit that mark last year? Zero. That is also correct. Let huh. me make this a little easier for you. How many times has Zeke broken this mark, the 33-point mark, in his entire career? How many times? I'll probably guess twice, maybe. But that we're is, paying him a lot of money. That is incredibly <laughs> correct. He's hit it two times. Once in 2016. Ooh, wow. Game the show, Steelers. Mike.
0: Game show, Mike. Game show, Mike.
2: He hit it once in 2016 uh, against the the Steelers in Week 10, and he also hit it in 2017 in Week 7 against the Chiefs. It is important to note that Zeke also had almost double the opportunities in both of those weeks, meaning Tony Pollard hit 33 points with 15 opportunities. It took Zeke 30 opportunities in both of those games to hit that mark. With all that being said, there is literally nothing Tony Pollard can do to win the starting job. Jerry Jones refuses to cut his losses and that six year $90 million contract. He is determined to prove he was not that that was not a big mistake. Uh, You guys all heard it. Jerry Jones is like, we go as Zeke goes. It's bullshit, guys. Tony Pollard is not the rotting carcass because of his fantasy production. But because as long as Zeke and Jerry Jones are sucking each other's buttholes, he will, only, he will only be playable when Zeke is genuinely hurt. And I want you guys to think about this. Leading into week eight, you guys all heard Zeke talk about how he's fine, he wants to play, he's good to go, you're soft if you don't play. I think it's clear why Zeke was saying that. And I'm being totally serious right now. Zeke was saying that because he knew if he didn't play and Tony Pollard had the opportunity... Tony Pollard would show him up. This is my question. My big question to you, Matt. Tony Pollard's contract is up this year. We're only halfway through Zeke's contract. What do you think the Cowboys are going to do and what do you want them to do? Because it seems to me, if you still have three more years and $45 million on the books, that I worry – that the Cowboys are taking Tony Pollard and trying to work them work him into the the mix here so they can get rid of him next year. What do you want as a cowboy fan? Is Tony Pollard not your future? I
1: think they I think they probably do want to get rid of him. I I would just for me personally, as like outside of like fantasy football, I don't really like the idea of my team like paying running backs big money because like, yeah. you know, like Carolina just picks up Deontay Foreman off of the scrap heap and he's putting up, you know, 150 yards and three touchdowns. So I it just never seems to like work out, you know, Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott, it's like you pay him money and then they just kind of fall apart. So I would just as soon find the next Tony Pollard somewhere in the draft, but uh, I think you're right. I think they're trying to, uh, you know, kind of squeeze him out and not have to pay him next year. But there is one thing he could do. You said he has no option to, uh, you know, get the starting job. He could murder the owner of the team. That is that is one thing he could do. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't condone. We don't no. condone murder nor suicide here on inside hold the
0: on, 900 hold for hold one division. On. Not all of us, but this guy does. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it going, boys. <laughs> Aaron, what do all you right. think? Oh well, what do I think carcass. about it? Um, I mean, I I kind of checked out for the last. Five minutes while you're (laughs) doing that whole thing, to be honest. but uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm just as perplexed as everybody. I mean, the writing's on the wall. You know, I kind of liken it to the Chicago backfield. Not not to uh, an insane um, uh, degree, but, you know, we do have Herbert that is outshining David Montgomery, and we all see it, but they continue to give the workload to the older incumbents and hey I, I don't know i mean whatever i'm not a fucking uh nfl head i just uh i just gamble on these guys' uh, performances <laughs> weekly and uh try not to kill myself every thursday night <laughs> uh matt let's hear about your stinky ass fucking selection this week shall we well i i had a lot to say on
1: this but i think mike you you touched on quite a bit of the issue here so just to save us some time i'll kind of simplify it mine's Cortland sutton and look i mean you know 1.8 points this guy gets a starting quarterback back flies over to london flies over to london and this fucking bloke puts up 1.8 points <laughs> what else can you say the guy the guy's been eating too many danger which is just a just a completely disgusting performance what do you got aaron
0: I mean, I, I actually thought about selecting him, but I didn't want to make you cry. So I'm glad that you said that. And you. it sounds like you've come a long way in your recovery. So I'm very proud of you, my friend. A long um, way. A long way. I am going to go with, and this hurts to say, the Los Angeles Rams backfield. <sighs> I mean, Henderson had four rushes this past week for 16 yards. Cam Akers is nursing his vagina for two weeks straight. (laughs) The the O-line is in shambles. Our pets' heads are falling off. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the good old Todd Gurley days, right? The days where this backfield was a coveted commodity. It's truly unreal, and I don't know. It just stinks. Almost as bad as my swamp ass. You know what I mean? But uh, (laughs) I know there's at least one listener out there that might laugh at that swamp ass joke. I've smelled it before. (laughs) Johnny knows what's up. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh,
2: (laughs) guys, I think it
0: is time to move on to everybody's favorite segment. The question of the week.
4: Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. (laughs)
1: and this week we uh we had a little fun last week with the halloween candy this week we're just going to get a little kind of look within a little introspective here guys which nfl player do you resonate with the most interesting question I'll, i'll start with myself here real quick just to set the table, and then I'll kick it over to you, Mike. For me, it's going to be DK Metcalf. For you know, there's some obvious reasons. You know, tall, dark, fit, your body, buff. yes. Um, but aside from those, just take you guys back real quick. And this is actually a true story. Um, it's when I was much younger, about six months ago. No, no, no this was when I was a kid. Uh, driving home from Santa Barbara, visiting some family up there, and I, 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 uh, this. Seriously, did happen. Um I shit my pants in the car. You know, long story short, <laughs> I was going to go into all the de- <laughs> juicy details of it, but suffice to say, it's a it was, it's a long the name car, of the ride. car
0: What was the name of the car? It was a what's Buick. A, what's type? A, a Buick. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think of a funny joke. There. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I <thinking> one too. <laughs> was it brown? <laughs> no. It, it was, was after you were sh- done with it.
3: <laughs> I should have said Fiat. <laughs> shit, uh
1: shit, yeah, shit, shit, or something. But, uh, yeah look it's it's a long it's a long drive and I should have uh I should have gone before we left the house and I should have said something I was probably six or six or so at, at this point and I was just thinking I gotta go I gotta go I gotta go and we're you know we're on the highway and there's really nowhere to stop and at the moment it started happening, time just kind of stood still it felt like like all the cars mm. just like stopped on the road and you know the birds fell out of the sky and so anyway I can kind of relate to what DK Metcalf was, uh, I, can, I can kind of relate to what he was going to a couple weeks ago in that uh, in that game in New Orleans where, look, you're on the sideline, you're wearing all that padding and shit, and when you got to go, you got to go. I was just wearing, I think, like a freaking No Fear T-shirt and corduroy <laughs> pants or something, so I, I can't imagine what he was going through. But, um, yeah, that that
2: that one hits home with me. What do you got, Mike? Um, yeah, listen. uh which NFL player do you resonate with the most? Um I took this in a slightly different direction, and I chose a few, and I, I kind of posed this in a question for you guys, uh Michael Sam, Carl Nassib, Colton Underwood, and Russell Wilson. What do they all have in common, boys? uh, they love Jesus and are bad at football. Um, no, one, they're all in the closet or maybe out of the closet, but also they, they're not doing much as far as football goes in 2022. Those all are the guys that are somewhat recent gay NFL players, by the way. I hope you guys understood. Oh, I I know. I know. Okay, okay. Mike, are, are
0: they in the closet with you right now? Um well (laughs) Russell Wilson's doing high knees right next to me. (laughs) oh man, that's Aaron, what do you got for the question of the week? (laughs) Well, before I tell you mine, I wow (laughs) while Matt was telling me his, I typed into Google cars that sound like poop. (laughs) Just like come up with a funny joke. Uh nothing really came up. But um, anyways. Uh moving on to mine. Um my the, the player that resonates with me the most is and this is this is very, very true. Um I know you guys were like joking and whatnot, but this is this is like me through and through. Um Mike Gasecki. He, he he's my guy. Um Why? Um yeah, he's white, so there there's a, there's one thing. But um uh also We've all seen last couple <laughs> touchdowns where he's doing the gritty, right? You know, doing that weird little dance right. that. Um, who was it? was it Justin Jefferson that made that famous? I think it was.. Yeah. So. Case, yeah. Oh, okay, nice. So um, I mean, listen, this white dude is not ashamed to bust out the moves, right? <laughs> Just like <laughs> myself. But every once in a while you start to notice some people around the corner staring at you strangely. <laughs> I mean, you you just look to Twitter. RG3 said, somebody stop this man. <laughs> this, this, this is real. This is real. Jamar Chase said, not gonna lie, this ain't it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is that real for sure? Yeah,
0: no, for sure, for sure. Um, I definitely have heard those things before about my dance moves, <laughs> so um, you know, it just seemed like a logical choice while Geseki, um he he has retired the gritty he he came out on twitter saying yeah, i'm done um i ain't retiring shit i'm gonna keep going boys so <laughs> i don't care That's about good. those wandering eyes and uh you know let's let's fucking roll <laughs> love
1: it love it well let's jump from that right into what should be an action-packed league news lot to talk about in this one let's jump right into it not waste any time a couple trades that you guys were both involved in not together for the first time well not for the first time (laughs) but you chose other men to dance with at the party (laughs) ozzy and mike two longtime friends came together put their heads together on a very interesting trade um not the first time
0: they've came together oh god
1: (laughs) that's for sure let's talk about the trade aussie sends jeff wilson jr and an eighth round pick to mike in exchange for drake london and a 10th round pick and if you if you don't know them by their first names we're talking about socratic seminar and noah's daddy just for just for reference there jeff wilson and an eighth to drake london and a 10th So, Aaron, I I think we should discuss it first and then let, you know, let Mike, uh, you know, kind of walk us through his through his thought process. Do you want to start or do you want to hear my thoughts? What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I we don't have to make this long, you know. Um, we'll keep it short. Like my penis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I mean, honestly, I look at this, and it's obviously in hindsight. Uh, you know, it looks worse. Um, because of what happened. Um, there was a trade. Jeff Wilson went to uh, Miami, right? Uh, so now he is yeah. the direct backup to. Um, who's that fragile piece of shit over there? Who keeps really getting- Moster- he, he, there you go. That's the one. Um, uh, so he looks like the better player just in general over, uh, a Drake London who has fallen off the map. He, he was, a um, a early season, uh, darling, but uh, he has been really, really bad as of late. And then on top of that, Mike gets an eighth round and gives up a 10th round pick. I mean, it, Mike really wins this through and through, but um at the time I could see how Aussie, um, you know, wanted to make this trade. It's just one of those, the weird things around the trade deadline. And I mean, just like Mike and I made a trade where um, ETN exploded. And unfortunately, Brees Hall like had an injury and it made, it made, yeah, it made my uh, trade look better uh, after the fact, than what really occurred, but that, so those are my thoughts, Matt. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I, I see it a little more. I actually was leaning on, o- <laughs> leaning on Ozzy. I was actually leaning on Ozzy's direction a little bit. And Mike, I love you. I'm sorry. I sure. You look great today, by the way. You have you lost right Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's the trade certainly helped. I mean, the trade. If the trade hadn't happened. I think he would have been kind of in a tough spot here, Mike, because Jeff Wilson would have been the third back on the team probably when Eli Mitchell returns. But um, the the trade definitely, I think, saved it. I like Drake London a lot. I think he's in a similar position as Kyle Pitts, great receiver with a shitty quarterback. And as a keeper, if you can hold on to him and, you know, uh, they trade for or draft somebody to replace Mariota – I think you kind of have a stud receiver there. Plus, he went to USC, Mike. I don't know if you forgot about that when you uh, pulled the trigger on that trade or not. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, 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 it's about a 50-50 trade to me, but I, I do like Drake London a lot, and I, I wouldn't personally have wanted to give him up yet but if he didn't fit into your keeper plans then i get it uh but yeah take us take us through it what was your your thought process
2: here yeah and that's really what my thought process was and I, i agree with you i think at the time um drake london there is some possible value there without uh anything but speculation perhaps as far as what the quarterback situation is Um, I needed an 8th round, and the reason I needed an 8th round is I gave up an 8th round to acquire a 2nd round for the Najee Harris uh, trade, and the reason I needed the 8th round is after trading Travis Etienne, um, I have the ability to keep Michael Pittman in the 8th round. If I didn't acquire an 8th round before the trade deadline, I would be forced to keep Michael Pittman in the 6th round um, due to my keeper situation, so... That was my goal, was to acquire, at the time, an eighth round. Now, in reviewing this with Ozzy, the, the whole point in getting Jeff Wilson was basically, who do you want to give me? Like, I'll, I'll take whoever, but I'm basically giving you Drake London for that eighth round. I don't care who you give me. He happened to give me uh, Jeff Wilson, who I had dropped a couple weeks before. Coincidentally, in my favor, the following day, not even the following day, like 12 hours later, he goes to Miami – Chase Edmonds gets moved out of Miami and now I'm looking down the pipeline of not just a backup to Raheem Mostert for, but what I suspect is going to be a 60 40 split. And if Raheem Mostert gets uh, hurt, I'm looking at a Jeff Wilson that could be an RB two uh, rest of season. Um, so I did get lucky in that sense, but initially it was just, I need an eighth round. I'm willing to give you Drake London for that eighth round so I can keep Michael Pittman in that round and not skip a couple rounds and, that's makes basically sense. how that worked.
0: Yeah,
1: makes sense. Wow, yeah. oh, good trade. Uh, I mean, trade.
2: thank you for that story.
0: I think we <laughs> have are all very well educated. Um, with I hope so. how this all went down. So, <laughs>
1: well, I hope you're ready to explain yourself, Aaron, because we have another trade to talk about. And yeah, get we your do. notes ready. Uh, we have Aaron and Danny P. So we uh-huh. have uh, Jean Claude Van Ram and Danny Peter Piper. P- I had too much. I can't even, I've had too much beer. I can't. I, don't, I can't even say that Peter Piper, whatever bangers. Uh, jean Claude Van Ram sends Deontay Foreman and Brandon Ayuk to uh, Danny for Chris Godwin. Um, interesting trade, Mike. Let's talk about this. Then we'll kick it to Aaron. Um, I like. I gotta say, I, I like this trade for Danny a lot. I think. It, mm. I think it helps him. Um, you know, he's two and six. He needs wins now. And so, you know, he needs to win right now. You're picking up – I mean, he's picking up Brandon Ayuk, who's been awesome this year. I think he's in a great spot, Mm. uh, you know, with Debo Samuel out for a couple weeks still, potentially. Mm -hmm. Deonta Foreman, you know, Danny needed a running back. Um, We'll see what plays out with that situation, you know, season long. But, uh, you know, he's a guy he can plug and play right now. So he needs a win. He got two guys that can help him. I think for Aaron obviously you're you know you're hoping that Chris Godwin kind of gets back to being who he is. Um maybe still coming back from the knee injury a little bit. That offense is just looking you know a bit sluggish, but if he can get back to being who he <clears> is, um you know I think it's pretty even trade, but I like it a lot for Danny, I got to say. What do you think, Mike?
2: Um I do agree. Uh now initially I would have agreed even more and thinking the disparity between that draft, uh, I really did think that Danny won that trade massively. But after looking at it and what uh, Aaron's needs were in trying to replace the loss of T. Higgins, I get it for Aaron. He was super deep when it came to running back. He was trying to do whatever he could to fill that that loss of T. Higgins in that wide receiver two position. And it makes sense for him, although... um, I will say, I, I don't know if Brandon Ayuk is that much of a fall off from, uh, from Chris Godwin. Uh, thank you. From Kiss, Chris Godwin. Brandon Ayuk, th- there's a lot of drama going on with Debo Samuel. There's talk of him not playing with the 49ers anymore. And if that happens,
3: what?
2: Bre- Brandon, yeah. Have you guys not heard that? No, I haven't heard that. Oh, there's a lot of talk about Debo Samuel uh, requesting a trade. Conspiracy uh, Theory, Mike. Conspiracy yeah. Theory, Mike. It's- Tim no, it's, it's it's, it's true. Mike. And if, and if that is true, Brennan Ayuk has a lot yeah. of value in which case I think uh if Debo Samuel uh, leaves the uh, leaves the the 49ers, I think Aaron definitely loses that trade. But I get what he was trying to do. he's trying to solidify a wide receiver 2 spot and Tampa Bay has a pretty nice schedule for the rest of the season, so I get it. Aaron, yeah, what's Yeah, here?
0: I'll I'll just fire off uh my thinking here. Uh, Deontay Foreman, I picked up off the waiver wire. Yes, he fell into uh, the lead role, but Chuba Hubbard uh, is nipping at his heels. Who knows how that's going to play out, but that's the the risk that I'm willing to take because right now uh, you could say I'm selling high, but um, hey, if it works out for Danny, then great. Really, what I'm looking for is a good wide receiver too, like we've all kind of touched on, and I believe Chris Godwin is a substantial step up from Brandon Ayuk. i You know, I obviously hear that you guys disagree, which is fine. This is fucking America. And, uh, you know, listen, look at these fucking numbers from Chris Godwin. First of all, he has Tom Brady's throwing him the ball instead of fucking Jimmy Garoppolo. He does not have a newly acquired Christian McCaffrey, who will be just tearing into some of those uh, throws. Chris Godwin's numbers right here. Listen to these last five weeks. Ten targets. Eleven targets, twelve targets, thirteen targets, six targets. That's a substantial amount of looks his way. He he's got you know forty plus yards in every single game. Um, You know, really good yardage in my opinion. Zero fucking touchdowns. So his numbers have been like like mediocre. They've been they've been solid, but like they don't blow you away. If he starts getting touchdowns, this guy's gonna fucking to just dominate and yeah i i, I think he's uh step up from brandon Ike, but whatever i also uh think that blink 182 is a uh generational band so you know there you go can't wait to see him on tour on their reunion tour um hey, let's go
1: <laughs> blow through a quick a quick rundown of the waivers just uh i spent 36 bucks on oh, i can't believe i did that 36 Jesus. bucks on Deon jackson i had a couple drinks last night. 13, and nobody else bid anything on him.
0: Nobody That's, did? Oh. Yeah, yeah.
3: oh, that sucks. 13 bucks
1: on, I can't figure out the fucking, the fucking fab theories in this league, okay? <laughs> Jeff Wilson went for 37. Latavius Murray went for 35. Kenyon Drake for 23. I figured, wow, okay, they just trade Naeem Hines. Jonathan Taylor's all hobbled and... Mike had shut down at the end of the year. Someone's going to be bidding on Deion Jackson. Nobody bid. That's I crazy. Anyway, I, he's the guy that I wanted. I'm happy to get him. I don't like using most of my fab to do it, but I feel like he's going to be a, a, a key piece down the stretch for me, possibly even this Sunday because J is practiced today. Uh, 13 bucks for Romeo Dobbs. Uh, Jean-Claude uh, – that was me. Jean-Claude Van Der- 11 bucks for Isaiah likely. Yeah. Uh, Harvey Predbangers, bangers, eight bucks for Minnesota and Eddie Royale, eight bucks for Marcus Mariota, Jean-Claude Van Ram, seven bucks for Rondale Moore. I was going back and forth on him and him and Dobbs. I, I, I couldn't quite decide there, but uh,
0: yeah, any, any
1: quick thoughts from you guys?
0: Don't worry. I'll drop in, a, in like a day or two. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I'll start. I mean, Deion Jackson, I am very high on him because there's something fucking wrong with John Taylor. We all see it, and yeah. I'm very concerned with with how that's going to shake out. I mean, I just don't like this offense. Like, like it's really unfortunate what has come of this. At, you know, considering how much of a powerhouse um, that running game was last year. So, yes, you paid the thirty six. Nobody paid anything, <laughs> uh, but you know, tried to try to pay anything. But who who the fuck cares, right? You know, this is, we we take gambles, and you know what? Like I know we were making fun of Mike. Mike, you got Jeff Wilson, right? And shit, dude, like he fucking dominated for the weeks that you needed him. So who you can't put a price tag on a player that hey, he might come and get you a few weeks in a row, and you know, there's there's even upside after that. So that's my thought there. Um, I I spent up for Isaiah Likely because there's a chance that Mark Andrew might be shut down this week, so I just wanted some you know a backup, and um yeah, if you know it's really sad to see people spend for Marcus Mariota, but hey, this is uh just this is Danny's world <laughs> and we're just living in it.
2: Yeah, I I, I mean I uh, you know it's so funny, Aaron. I wanted Isaiah Likely so bad. And when I I was looking at it, I just couldn't justify dropping anybody for him. And it became a matter of, do I want to play keep away from you? Uh, I'm impressed that you got him for only only $11. And I know, obviously, he has no value if Mark Andrews plays. But in the case that Mark Andrews doesn't play, um, being that you're the, the owner of Mark Andrews, you have to do what you need to do to get him but anybody that would have gotten him could have had a huge value because that guy is going to be a stud uh and maybe he's not mark andrews but he is i mean he looks like a wide receiver that's just playing tight end so if he yeah. misses if mark andrews plays any, if he misses any time uh Isaiah likely looks really really good and i just i wish i could have justified dropping somebody for him because i i honestly would have paid more than 11 dollars for him uh so good on you
0: yeah, That's I kinda look thing. at uh that as and this is very, very fucking peculiar because you never see it. I look at running back handcuffs all the time. Yeah. I picked up Isaiah Likely in every league that I had Mark Andrews, and I don't know if I'm gonna fucking drop him for the rest of the year. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I he might be my tight end handcuff because of the fact how, you know, they use that position so much in that stinky ass fucking city, Baltimore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of guys getting dropped, let's cut over to our there, sponsor.
0: There goes our two Baltimore listeners. <laughs>
3: <I'm> sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: our, our sponsor this week has certainly dropped a few guys over the, uh, the course of his lifetime, although we're not talking fantasy football. I don't want to tell you what we're talking about. I've already said too much. Who's knocking at my door? Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's cut right into our sponsor from a... A very serious and a very stern man. This is this week's sponsor. It is Habibi Task Rabbit Services.
4: As far back as I could remember. I always wanted to be a TaskRabbit man. To me, being a TaskRabbit man was better than being the President of the United States. To me, it meant being a somebody in a fantasy football league of nobodies. So give me a shot, what do you need? You got some guys in your fantasy league who haven't paid their dues? I'll pay them a visit, don't worry about it. You got members who never answer trade requests? Set it and forget it about it your old lady busting your balls because you eat too much food and not enough of El Misio that's Italian for Punani give me a ring and I'll pay her a call I said don't worry about it if you had a crack plumber who don't know his pipes from a brajul give me his number look at me I never rattle my friends now, always keep my mouth shut. Now, you got me as a partner. Any problem, you come to her baby. Trouble with the bill, you come to her baby. Trouble with the cops, you come to her baby. Trouble with deliveries, you come to her baby. But you gotta come up with the money every week, no matter what. Business bad, fuck you, pay me. Or you had a fire, fuck you, pay me place got hit by lightning huh fuck you pay me now for the rest of your life you won't have to live like a schmuck or you'll be like a painting my mom made one dog is going this way the other dog going that way task rabbit hi baby don't worry about it you worry too much forget about it forget about it have you forgotten about it because i've asked you multiple times to forget about it it seems like you're remembering but i need you to forget about it you are jabronis
0: wow that was uh you got the cash right Aaron? Fuck. <laughs> i got the cash okay um, okay okay forget okay. about it <laughs> i i don't know about you but i i just locked my shed door over here because <laughs> while yeah. we're we're in the good with this 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 motherfucker but i'm still scared <laughs> yeah <laughs> as I, you should I, be. I'm,
1: I'm gonna suggest we just move on because i don't want to say i've had a couple drinks and i don't want to say something that might get me in trouble uh with uh, with him or his compadre so yeah. thank you so much I don't even want to say his name'm I'm, sc- I'm scared even to, you, know, you can't say, say, who say it his is. name but I just want to thank him for for that you know beautiful advertisement and any potential sponsors out there feel free to reach out you know how to get in touch with us but uh
0: do you guys know how to like exchange cocaine for like uh cash I don't want to be fucking like selling this stuff but it was he, he just sent over cocaine and uh, just just crumpled up dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, when I'm on the dark web trying to uh, figure out how to jinx you next Sunday, I could probably find a, probably oh. find a couple of takers for that.
0: Was that a mm-hmm. s- 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 segue? It was Whoa. time for the preview. Jack! Uh, I have to tell you about the future. I have to
3: tell you about the future. Ah. Uh,
1: the future. Week nine preview. We'll make this quick. Hey, Aaron, I hear you're going to be at Disneyland on Sunday.
0: Oh, yes, I am. I'm actually very excited about it. Me and my beautiful wife are having a a Disney date all by ourselves. But yeah, I'm fucking also mad because there's fantasy football going on. (laughs) Well,
1: the first matchup of the week, of course, is Jean-Claude Van Ram versus Mm. Pitts Creek. And while you're skipping through the park on sunday it's gonna be a small world indeed and i'm not talking about what's between what's behind (laughs) that zipper in your pants i'm talking about the fact that i'm gonna splash mountain all all over that face of yours
3: all over that pretty face of yours
2: i'm winning this
1: matchup what do you think's gonna happen mike
2: (laughs) i don't think you're gonna win this matchup man um Yeah, I think Jean-Claude Van Ram has this. Uh, It might be a little bit closer than Yahoo has it. They have it by uh, 10.1 points, to be exact. Um, But, you look, Pitts Creek has a lot more question marks on his team between uh, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift. I got a lot of question marks. Brian Robinson's got lead in his legs, if you know what I mean. Uh, Jean-Claude (laughs) Van Ram just has he's got more consistent players playing on the field. If Cooper cup ends up not playing, maybe that changes what's going to happen. But I I, I don't think you have a chance, man. I'm so sorry. Oh, wow. That's uh, a, that's extreme.
0: That's extreme. Just like my uh, cholesterol levels. But, um, (laughs) I don't know. Listen, I do like my odds here, despite having CM motherfucking C out for the week. Um, i do have to get creative with my flex but listen i'm very pleased with how fields has come into his own um just like jake gyllenhaal gyllenhaal has come into heath never mind (laughs) (laughs) um uh, i uh i believe i take this one and i continue my solid run Um, sorry, sugar tits. I'm gonna be eating churros and you know having a coke and going on Space Mountain and having the time of my life while you're just crying in the fucking corner. (laughs) Sounds
1: sounds like another weekend for me. (laughs) Moving on down to Eddie Royale with Cheese taking on Patriot Games. Mm -hmm. Of course, we talked about the uh, the the interesting Marcus Mariota pick up for danny i've been down that road this year danny it's not fun i'm giving patriot games the win here what do you think mike
2: um yeah you know what's funny about that is i disagree i think this is my upset of the week and i think eddie reall actually takes this one you know he was gotta gotta uh they have it wrong uh, <laughs> both no, teams they don't. I mean, no they do they never yeah it. they do they do Listen, both teams are hurting because of bye, but at the end of the day, I like Eddie Real with cheese. I like his matchups. Marcus Mariota, we talked about it earlier in the season. Pro Bowl quarterback. No better way to show that against those shitty Los Angeles fucking Clippers or whatever they are, the Chargers. <laughs> uh, and DJ Moore, he's projected for 9.83 points. That is bullshit. That boy is going to go off without CMC in the backfield. I do think uh, Danny pulls out the win this week. Aaron, tell me I'm wrong.
0: Um. No. I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't feel good if I was Ike, to be honest, right? He got hit hard by the bye week. I mean, if you look at his his roster, it's it's very plain to see. Um, he's got quite a few red flags going on with his lineup. Um, will Claypool ever play? Um, will he even play for Ike this week? I don't know. It was a a new trade. How involved is Hilliard going to be that he has starting for him? Isaiah McKenzie doesn't give me confidence. I think um I think Danny gets another victory due to the fact that he's got some more foundational players. Um they honestly if Danny's team just puts up decent uh performances, I think he wins this to be honest. So
1: next matchup we got uh the Gaston Father part two versus Harvey pumpkin pie bangers um, I'm standing here next to uh, Tony right now in the locker room, and I'm actually seeing a little bit of rise coming from down south. The shrinkage has reversed itself. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to get off the schneid, and I think he's going to get the win here. I like some of these matchups he's got.
0: Wait, um, did he run all the way from Tennessee to fucking Los Angeles? He
1: did, all the way from Tennessee right to the L.A. Fitness <laughs> on uh, Crenshaw and Spolga. Crazy. In like
2: four fucking minutes. Dude. Jesus Christ. Oh, he Tony! makes he makes good
1: time, Mike. He makes real good time.
0: <laughs> Your family but, misses you.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's going to be really close. I, I I do like a lot of Danny's matchups here, but I'm going to give the Gaston Father the very slight slight edge. I, I think it's going to be closer than Yahoo thinks. though. So. what do you think, Mike?
2: Yeah, I I do think it's going to be closer than Yahoo thinks. Uh, we got Gaston Father versus uh, Horny Poopy Butts, um, <laughs> and I like uh, I like Danny in this matchup. Why? Because I live for angry running Tony pictures. That's just Mm. I mean, that's 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 my answer there. I just like we want to see him lose because we want to see sweaty ass fucking pics of him running 13 miles. Averaging a seven point one one mile, not that I'm counting. Aaron, <laughs> what do you think about this matchup?
0: <laughs> you love to, you love to envision it. It's just so beautiful. All of us flabby ass pieces of shit at home, just living vicariously through that Gaston father. It's so mm. great. <laughs> um, I do think, though, that um how are my park benches actually takes <laughs> this one home um i like a lot of this matchups <laughs> i like a lot of his matchups um honestly dude the only thing here is well there's two um is hawkinson gonna play for the vikings this weekend i don't know um because of the trade and then aj dylan um you know need i say more (laughs) but uh other than that i mean i i I think danny's got a very good shot here and you know tony i'm looking at your avatar right now and you're you look like you're staring into my soul flexing those beautiful (laughs) muscles oh god if i would bell, if i were bell I would not be running away from the beast. I'd be jumping into your arms, you sexy-ass fuck. But uh, I do think that Harvey ponk bongar uh wins this one. So. Next matchup,
1: we got multiple scoregasms taking on Socratic Seminar. I can't eat his ass for a third straight week. Yeah. He can't keep doing this to us, but unfortunately... Yeah. I've got my knife and fork out in my napkin, and I'm ready to dig in because um, <laughs> these are some pretty sick matchups that he's got here. That that Eagle stack is deadly. Tyreek Hill, who I remind myself nightly uh, when I smack my head against the wall that I uh, did not keep instead of keep – or I, I
2: i am so drunk. I don't know what I'm saying.
1: I kept Kyle Pitts instead of him. Anyway, Socratic seminar is going to win this, probably get the high score again. What do you think, Mike.
2: Uh, I, I do agree with both of those sentiments. Um, Look, I think Ozzie, because of his draft situation uh, in the beginning of the draft, I think that has finally paid off. He took a small risk on DeAndre Hopkins when a lot of us could not afford it. And I wouldn't be surprised if DeAndre Hopkins ends up being a top three wide receiver rest of the season. Uh, with all of his draft picks, he was the one that was able to take a risk on somebody he was going to have to bench for six weeks. And that shit's going to pay off for him. man. Uh, his team is looking strong and consistent and deep and multiple scoregasms sends a text once every four months. So I, I think the writing's on the wall. <laughs> Aaron, what do you think about this one?
0: Well, um, you touched on something that ne- never sat well with me. Um hmm. sending texts once every four months, um <laughs> kind of sounds like all the girls I was interested in in high <laughs> <at> school. <laughs> I uh didn't matter what I did, um, you know. I'd shave my my nutsack I wouldn't shave it I'd um try to um grow my little nipples but they just they were just, they just, they just couldn't get any bigger <laughs> but uh but nothing I did could you know make them text me more than I wanted um so um all I have to say about this one is that I'm ready to eat Ozzy's asshole because he's <laughs> he's he's gonna take this one home for sure <laughs>
1: You know, when Mike was in high school, they didn't have text messages. He he used to send messages (laughs) back and forth with like a pigeon
0: to the girls he liked. That's right. That's right. Uh, Or the boys I liked.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It was all all Morse code. (laughs) Uh, Next, uh,
1: we got a couple more here. Uh, Next one coming up, Ram at Home versus Truffle Shuffle. Truffle Shuffle is getting some of the big guns back off of the bye week all he has to do is just put him in his lineup but patrick mahomes austin eckler clyde edward's not really a big gun but whatever um man they got some good matchups too looking at ram at home which i'll look over with chris when i uh you know get to his house a little bit later but uh, <laughs> yeah just some, some interesting matchups there stafford at tampa's tough and jonathan taylor didn't practice we'll see what happens um I think it'll be close, but I, I think Truffle Shuffle's got his big guns back. I think he's going to win this one. What do you think, Mike?
2: Yeah, I think I'm pretty drunk right now. And all I see is that like <laughs> Ram, Ram at home is, is projected to win by 50 points. I can't really figure out what Truffle Shuffle can and should do. So I'm going to go with ramon at home just because it makes sense to me. By the way, I'm looking at this. Aaron, can you make sense of this?
0: I mean, yeah, he's down by 40 points. but. uh Patrick Mahomes is on his uh, bench and he's projected for 30. So uh, we will see what adjustments he makes. Uh, he's also got Austin Eckler that he's going to drop in there. So, you know, we'll see. I don't know. It's kind of hard to gauge what this matchup might look like because some of these managers aren't as completely obsessed and they actually have a life outside of fantasy football <laughs> that we do not. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and flip a coin those were beer bottles, caps but uh, <laughs> let's go with truffle shuffle he is going to get back in the winning column here and go to seven and two yeah I'm gonna... I am so sorry if I offended you I will make it up for you by
3: yeah. suck in your dick i didn't say it i did
0: not say that i did not say that i did not say that i was gonna say sell you a nice plaid shirt that i have but
2: yeah <laughs> i i changed my vote after all that analysis nice job man
0: it's called uh it's pronounced analysis.
1: <laughs> last matchup we got here noah's daddy noah's <laughs> noah's drunk alcoholic daddy taking on kelsey hand <sighs> i cannot wait to hear noah I can't. I, I'm drunk too. I, I can't wait to hear Mike break this matchup down in detail in so his state. But uh, I, I have to say, and and I know how violent you get after a couple drinks, Mike. So don't mm-hmm. attack me. But uh, I think I'm going to give Kelsey Hamler the edge here. He's got Travis Kelsey coming back. Juicy matchup against the Titans. Yahoo's got Justin Herbert projected a little high. He's been playing poorly, but they're playing the Falcons. Um, I like these matchups. I think Kelsey Handler... Don't throw that bottle at me, Mike. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Kelsey Handler gets the edge. What do you think, Aaron?
0: Well, I think it's a very embarrassing that you guys are came to this production and are just getting, you know, <laughs> schnuckered up like this. It's really um, unprofessional. I think we owe a lot more to our um, sponsors and to our viewers at well, we home. We do. Sorry. Sorry. Um, what are we talking about here? Oh, yeah. Noah's Daddy versus Kelsey uh, Handler. Well, I'm going to go with the guy who's got the cooler avatar, and it looks like Kelsey Handler's going to take this one because he's like pointing to the side. <laughs> he's like, what up? He's got the football to hand. I don't know what's going on with this like black and white slash uh, colored shit over here. But uh, on, it's fucking
2: my... Beyonce, bro. It's oh, Beyonce.
0: Why do you have mm. a Beyonce there when your name is Noah's Daddy? Uh,
2: does it matter? It's fucking Beyonce. It's kind of uh, strange, though. I have to say, well, I, mean, I don't want to
0: get canceled, so uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and do his daddy on this one.
2: <laughs> uh, listen, this is uh, a. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. If I'm being completely honest, I'm gonna win big. I'm gonna win. <laughs> I'm gonna win really, really big. Let me tell you why. They have Josh Palmer's projection at nine point zero four points. Mark my words, and we gotta start taking some bold takes here, boys. Josh Palmer is going to go off for more than 20 points this week. Mark (laughs) my words. You know why? You want me to explain it to you? Mike Williams is not playing. It's against Atlanta. And Keenan Allen is humbled as fucking fuck. Josh Palmer is a guy to have. Did you guys not listen to Matthew Berry? He is a number one waiver wire pickup. Guess what? I picked him up two weeks ago. Fuck you guys. I win.
1: I'm. I'm getting word right now from one of our listeners, uh, Matthew Stafford says he hates the avatar that you have, Mike. Change
2: it. <laughs> Consider it changed. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, another
1: exciting week, another exciting episode. I'm going to go have a, nice.
2: uh, I'm going to a bottle of
1: water right now. Great, great episode. Let's have an exciting weekend. Enjoy your time at Disneyland, Aaron. Hopefully, it's well, as magical I, as you dreamed. I
0: mean... yeah so do so do i i just think it's so funny that there's nobody else listening to this podcast right now they all tuned out (laughs) they all tuned out half an hour ago but uh this is for us man this is for us this is for us us and our tiny nipples
1: (laughs) (laughs) see you guys next week party on party on. (laughs)
3: uh <laughs>